ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930%. The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. It is Tuesday, December 3rd. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling the Miller Lite phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. Miller Lite, hold true. Great taste. Only 96 calories it is. The original light beer. Coming up this hour, going to hear from the head coach, the Marshall men's soccer team, Chris Grassi. He's going to join us on the program. Uh, they came in town yesterday to a hero's welcome. That's good for them. That's uh, That was really nice. I know we tried to get the word out yesterday, tell people that they were coming in town. They got in about, I think, 7.50 yesterday is the final time that I got told. And there were a lot of people out there, and I'm sure that made those kids feel really good. The fact that they made it to the Sweet 16, they played one of the top teams in the country, ultimately didn't win, but you got something to build on, so we're going to talk to Chris about that. We'll get your phone calls in. As I mentioned, those phone lines, again, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Bowl season is almost upon us. Got a few more games to figure out where teams will end up playoff rankings the penultimate playoff rankings come out tonight you like that's a big word gabriel gabriel sellers our in-studio producer penultimate you impressed with that that i could drop dialogue and language like that okay so that's coming up where's alabama going to end up how far do they drop What's it going to look like? Ohio State's got to be a lock, right? they got to be a lock. LSU, got to be a lock, right? Is everything else up for grabs? Who gets that New Year's Six Bowl? Does a Cincinnati, a Memphis, American team get that? Do you look at an Appalachian State? Do you look at a Boise? Of course, we're going to see what these rankings look like tonight, and that's going to really shape where next week will go to a degree championship games to be played. But do you take an American team over, say, an Appalachian State? Do you take one of the American teams over Boise? If Memphis wins out, if Memphis wins the championship, I say you take them. You have to. I think you take them. But you got Boise sitting there, and Boise, you got a pretty strong case to be that team. Appalachian State, that'd be interesting. I don't think that's going to happen, though. I don't think a Sun Belt team, without going undefeated, has a true, honest shot at this. And then you look at the strength of schedule, and I think the Americans probably going to be better. Top to bottom, the Americans going to be better. I think Boise's probably got the second-best case, and I don't know if Appalachian State has that strong of a case schedule-wise, but it is the schedule that they give you, and so you have to play it. And unfortunately for Marshall, out of the equation early after the Boise loss and then Cincinnati came in and ran through the herd, Marshall was out of that equation. I still like Boise's chances, but I'm going to have to go probably with a team from the American. 
And that's the fun of this. That's the only thing I like about bowl season is just kind of the fun of piecing it all together. But really, we've got to the point where we've just made the bowls inconsequential to a degree because we want to know who plays in the playoff, who gets those New Year's Six Bowls. We want to know those teams. And then everybody else is just, hey, if you're if you're a Marshall fan, you're, you're going to be the only ones interested in your game other than the opponent. Pretty much. And that leads me to my next question. Where do you think Marshall's going to go? That's what we're going to find out. But where would you like Marshall to go? That's my question. I think that's my question. Where would you like Marshall to go? Where do you want to spend the holidays? Where do you want to see the herd go? You want to see him play before Christmas? You want to see him play after Christmas? Is there a particular bowl that you've got your eye on you want to go to? Do you want to revisit a bowl? you want to go somewhere new if you're going? Go somewhere warm? Go somewhere fun? You want to play a bigger, higher-profile conference? You want to play a Mac school? You want to play a Sunbelt school? Where do you want to go? Whom do you want to see the herd play? These are all questions I think we need to answer over the next few days, kind of get a feel. And is there a bowl that you won't go to? I'll throw that out to you as well. Where would you like to see the herd go? And where do you want the herd not to go? What bowl, if it's an option, do you want the herd to avoid? Like, you're not doing it. You're not paying the tickets. You're not going to travel. You don't want to see Marshall play the opponent, the conference. That, I think, my friends, is where we're going to go for the next few days, trying to figure out where Marshall might end up. That's the fun of this. Of course, you can... Always join the program by calling 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Hang on to those numbers, though. I've got Chris Grassy coming in here in the next few minutes. We're going to talk soccer with him, and we'll get you an opportunity to use those lines later on. Miller Light, hold true, great taste, only 96 calories. The original light beer is a sponsor of our phone lines this hour. And, of course, you can find me online. Twitter, the best place for the show today, at Paul Swan. Where would you like to see the herd go for the bowl? Where would you like to see the herd stay away from? Avoid if all possible. Do not go there. And if you can name the opponent, if you can name the conference you want to see Marshall go up against, you want to see Marshall face off against a Big 12-10, Big 10 team, you want to see Marshall face off against Sunbelt, Mac. you tell me. That's where we are at right now. And, of course, we got Marshall basketball coming up tomorrow, so uh, heads up. We don't have a show tomorrow. We have pregame, however, beginning at 530. We'll be at the Cam Henderson Center, and we'll tell you more about that later on in the program. But Chris Grassi is going to be our guest. We'll talk to him here in the next few minutes, and uh, we'll talk soccer with him. And later on, we'll take your phone calls as we get closer to finding out where Marshall will go for the bowl coming up. And that's all when we continue with today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. I'm sure like many of you on Sunday, we're all huddled up to our computers, our tablets, we were streaming the game on the big screen, however we could watch. Marshall, the Sweet 16, their season comes to a close on Sunday, losing to Washington 4-1. to 
still a fantastic season and join us now on the program. I'm sure a uh, very exhausted head coach of the Marshall men's soccer team, Chris Grassi. And um, you've been all over the place. So you go to the West Coast, get back late yesterday. I'm sure you're still a little wore out from all of that. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's been a bit of a whirlwind travel, but it doesn't really stop for us. You know, we're, we're on the road right away at recruiting. This is probably one of the busiest times um, in, the, in the calendar year to, uh, to go recruiting with all the events that are happening both here and abroad. So we'll be right back at it as soon as, uh, you know, as we can get on those flights. I know you'd rather have this team right now still playing, but is it easy to go on the road and recruit and say, look, here's where we are, here's what we did. Now you come in, we can go further. I mean, what's the pitch? Yeah, I think, I mean, the pitch was always, it used to be selling the dream. You know, it used to be selling sort of what I was able to do with Charleston um, combined with, you know, my experience in Michigan and then, you know, I went to the College Cup there. So it was always just kind of selling the dream. Now we're actually selling the reality. So uh, this will be the first time going out and doing it since then, but I think uh, it should be easier. It should be, you know, able to, to show to show the recruits proof of, you know, this is what you can achieve here. And, you know, we've got a lot of interest as well. What's important to some of the recruits is, you know, the ability to play professionally afterwards. So we have a lot of interest in Elal and Paolo uh, going to the next level. So that'll help as well. But we just become sort of a more attractive proposition, I think, for uh, the players that we're looking to bring in. So hopefully that helps and makes it easier. You're not new to this. This isn't your first day on the job, your first time ever in a uh, in a postseason situation with a, a team that's competitive. So it's not new to you, but is it different the way it feels um, with this team, how it's come about and the way that the community has just taken to this program and what you've been able to do? Yeah, I think that's made it sort of the most – the, the most special aspect of all of this has been the community support and, and so the last two games like breaking 2,000 fans and, and breaking the record and then breaking it again I think that's been definitely the most the most special uh, part of the, part of this whole thing I think every team and every year is a little bit different you know Sounds like we have lost Coach. We're going to try to get him reestablished with us. Paul Swan, your host for today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. And uh, we're going to try to get it reconnected with Coach here in just a moment. The 11th-ranked Marshallman soccer team season coming to an end on Sunday 4-1 in the third round of the NCAA tournament, taking on number 6 Washington and uh, Marshall Still an outstanding record, 16-3-3. We now have back on the program the head coach of the Marshall men's soccer team, Chris Grassi. And uh, uh, we lost you there for a second, Coach. Glad to have you back. Um, <laughs> what did I get to? Uh, you were talking about uh, – we were talking about the fact that you've gone through this before and the communities made it different for you, or at least the communities really made this a, a different experience for you. Yeah, it's, I think it's it's been fantastic just to see it grow slowly and slowly, and then just catch fire, um, and and all the support and everything we've had from the community has been been amazing. You have record-setting crowds, interest is at an all-time high. That's a team that we all stay up late. You're in Seattle, and we're all staying up late on a Sunday night, uh, watching this match and and hoping that the the herd can win. And um, how do you keep it though now at this level? Because there's a newness to it. And you know how new things are attractive to people. It's shiny, it's bright, and you, you gravitate towards it. But now how do you grow this to 
you expect large crowds. It's not a large <laughs> crowd because it's Kentucky or it's West Virginia. It's a large crowd because people have found Marshall soccer and just want to be a part of it. It doesn't matter the opponent, really. Well, I mean, I hope that's the case. You know, we, we really try to be inclusive. You know, we, we try to go out in the community and, you know, read at schools and go to different different events and, and kind of, you know, lend ourselves to the soccer community as much as we can. And, you know, we try to be inclusive. You know, for, for years we were trying to get people to come to the stadium and we want to make them feel like they were part of it and part of our family here. And, you know, we hope that's the thing that sort of maintains the bond. And I think these last two games, people have had a great time. You know, they've come out to tailgate, They've come to watch the game. They've seen two good victories. You know, they see the quality on the field. It's a good product on the field. And I hope all of those things combined just just help people to to keep coming back. And, you know, we really only play nine or ten times in the season. So it would be awesome if we could, uh, you know, fill it every time. I'm sure that's going to help scheduling. The fact that Marshall's now a a postseason team, uh, is it make it easier to make that phone call and try to get that series with another team? Or you know, is there a wish list that this makes it easy now to go after and get? Uh, I mean, I think obviously the big the big sort of block in our, in our sport is the ACC, you know, whether they want to don't travel, you know, some of the bigger conferences, the Big Ten as well. Trying to get those guys to come to Huntington is, is always difficult. Um, but I think, you know, hopefully this can, this can make it easier. And obviously we're trying to switch to a two- uh, two-semester model um, as, as part of a, an overall change to the sport, which I think would be great for the sport, but that might make it a little bit easier if, if, if a team could only travel on, say, they only had to play on a Saturday and it wasn't trying to travel here on a Tuesday, six hours in and um, missing all that class time. I think that would that would be some of the things that, that would help us. But yeah, I think we're, we're a more exciting proposition now and teams know that, hopefully they know that, you know, we can maintain this and um, win or lose, it's not going to hurt their RPI and their chances of postseason play. And that's, that number's come up. RPI's really come up. Is that a fair way to, to go about this, uh, the RPI? Um, I mean, it's very difficult. There's 206 teams playing men's soccer, and I think, um, you know, the, the numbers don't really lie, but it's sometimes very difficult to get your numbers up and play the right games, especially, you know, two years ago when I was starting out, it was, you know, you beg, borrowing, and stealing to get games, um, and you have to go on great runs to make it to the to make it against the NCAA tournament based on the LPI. But I just, right now, I don't know about a, about a system, at least as, as one of the criteria. I think, you know, the, they look at some other things. Uh, your end-of-season form, your conference record, I think. Um, you know, I think it's it's one of the tools they can use. It, it's If somebody comes up with a better way, I'd be definitely willing to listen to it. But right now, I don't know one. Chris Grassi's joining us on the program. Yesterday, you, you get back in late uh, with the team. Uh, there's a crowd waiting for you. Um, we talked about community, but uh, were you expecting that? Were you um, hoping that would happen or expecting that would happen? And uh, the fact that it happened for you, I mean, does that, uh, ha- does that happen everywhere? Uh, you know, it's, I think it shows that how, how special this community is. Uh, you know, Chuck uh, McGill gave me a wink and a nod and, and said this was going to happen. So, um, you know, could prepare for it a little bit. But it was just great to see everybody. And, um, you know, it was cold and rainy and, you know, about eight thirty last night when, when when everybody when we got here. So it's just great to see you know the support and the feel that from from the community. It just I don't know, it does it does make this place extra special. How special? Or let me let me rephrase that. You you've seen this team travel, and they've seen other soccer facilities. They've seen how other crowds react. Um, 
you go to Washington, I mean, they're a top-ranked team, and they showed it on on the pitch time and time again. So, you know, you're, you're facing off a, against a, a higher-profile opponent, or at least a bigger name now. But you look at what Marshall's got and what Marshall's been able to do, um, there's really nothing at Washington that you don't have, and there's no reason why what Washington has or any other team you faced off, whatever they have, you have that here as well, and maybe not better in some aspects. I mean, does that dawn on your team when they go to these other places? They go, wait, wait a minute, we, we got it really good here. Yeah, I think that's kind of it's part and, sort of, part and parcel of, of sort of what we what we have to offer here is Obviously, obviously the facilities are nice, and um, you know it, it definitely it definitely helps us. I mean, we're hoping you know everybody stays and wants to come back and, and you know fight for this uh, challenge challenge next year. Nobody's had their heads turned elsewhere with weather or, or big cities or or what have you. But I think you know in terms of facilities, you know we have everything we need to to compete um, with with these top teams, and you know the, the style of play and the community that we have here. I mean, these are all massive factors that, that sort of make this make this place sort of make the potential of this place really really special and that's you know that's what we've been building on for the last three years and you know we have the players now and, and so we can continue to to sell this to, to new players and to continue to grow within our with ourselves and, and compete I mean look the Washington game didn't go our way but we didn't play very well I mean that was they played quite well on the night and we we had probably one of our worst season but but I think the guys will all agree that we didn't play very well. We didn't play very well, and so when they look at it and think, okay, well, we can play better next year, we can get past this level, and continue to continue to grow and develop. I think the, the that part of it is really enticing for them and really exciting for the for the group to um, continue to strive. And you know, if you're a competitive athlete, which most of these guys are, you know, that's the thing that drives you. Can I be a champion? And uh, you know, that's the goal for next year. You know, we're going to try and win the whole thing next year. I mean, that's that's what we'll put our minds to. And, uh, you know, if we have a, a similar season again, I think, you know, we'll look back on it. It'll be, it'll be a great uh, a great transformation of this program and a great, you know, achievement for the, for these guys, for sure. That was going to be my next question. Uh, playing a team like Washington, you know, whether they get out of that and, you know, do they see, okay, this is what it takes to be at that next level? Or do they feel that, okay, if we would have played better, we we're at that next level? Yeah, I think I, I honestly believe we had played. There was a lot of different factors that, that went into the to the performance thing. And looking back on it, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. Um, I think they do look at it and think we we didn't play very well, you know. So we are at this level, and we could have gone beyond it. It's look, it's the, the last sixteen teams in the country. It's going to take a little bit of luck. It's going to take some some performance to win the national championship. But any one of those sixteen teams could have went on and won it. You know, it wasn't wasn't one team if one team in that sixteen had won it. Maybe Marshall would have been the one outside team that like would have been the the wows. But if you look at the level, you know all guys are at that level. All guys can go on and play in any of those teams. So I think it's just that that confidence from this year that that will take now finally, you know the the, the system that we've got in place, the philosophy of play, all of those things. I know the guys like now they believe in. And even if they said they believed in it before, now they've got the proof of the pudding. So um, I think. Chris Grossi, our guest. Uh, make sure we've got you before. Um, yeah, we've. It sounds like we've dropped you again. Are you there, Coach? Uh, I'm still here. Can you hear me? Yeah, we hear you now. It sounded like you dropped out for a second. Um, 
So you're out recruiting. That's uh, that's where it's next for you. But what's the process between now and when you, you get back at it and uh, start playing again? Um, it just is it constant recruiting? You know, what's what's the process now that you've got um, you've got a few of these under your belt and more people are now interested? Yeah, I think it's you know the the, the process is really just you know it's one of uh, constant renewal. You know, it's it's the college game where you, you lose your seniors and you know you you kind of continue to try and bring in players who can help you and players who are better than those that that are leaving um so so they'll be that they'll be recruiting for the next nine months i i personally hate this next nine months it's by the time the summer comes around i'm so depressed because i haven't had competitive soccer in a while it's 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 terrible but um you know we just keep working on it and the spring's a great time for individual development you know because we don't have the competitive matches to play that the guys can work on you know some speed agility quickness and they can really start to see those games because they can train pretty hard without having to worry about a match uh then we have the sort of spring season coming up which will you know we'll play in the columbus crew cup again so we'll play maybe four matches in that against other colleges which has been good to have a, a slightly competitive element for the spring um you know keeps the keeps the spring meaningful in a way for the guys um but yeah it's basically just it we'll recruit we'll sort of get our, our videos and our presentations on point for the for next year and just try and make sure we can teach the guys sort of the little nuances of the philosophy and, and positional play and, and what have you uh, throughout the for the season. But you know, once we get to August again, things will, you know things start heating up, and we really have to have had all the preparation um, done the right way before we before we start uh, again in August. I would say enjoy this, get some rest, but I kind of get a feeling that you don't have time for rest. You're going to be busy for a long time here these next few weeks, months, really. <laughs> Yeah, that's that. That's going to be. Uh, I made a mistake when I said to my kids last night that I didn't have time to get on the Christmas tree this year. But uh, obviously, we'll we'll fix that um, and make sure we get them one. But yeah, it is it is a very very busy time with you know end of season meetings, recruiting, travel, um, you know all of the uh, all of the things that, that go into it. I mean, we'll be flying out on Christmas Day to go to recruit the Florida event down in Disney. Um, so I think it's just a it's a constant uh, it's a constant battle, you know. But this is the job that I love and. You know, it's really a good one. So, you know, although we can be busy, I think it's uh, busy doing something something I love. So, You know, you've got assistant coaches, you've got GAs. They could probably help you with that Christmas tree thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll see if uh... – I'll see if uh, I can get one of them to go get me one. That'll be nice. See, I mean, that's what they're there for, right? They're they're assistant coaches. <laughs> they're 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 there to assist you. I, I would I would send them <laughs> out right now. <laughs> I'll get right on that, Coach. Congratulations. It's been a fantastic season, and uh, I'm looking forward to what comes next. And uh, I know you've um, you've got to be excited. You've captivated a, an entire community, and, and really you've just probably scratched the surface of where you want it to be and uh, where you envision it to be. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think this this thing can, can go all the way. You know, I, I definitely think we're going to have the talent. We definitely have the community support, you know, and, and that's, you know, such a cool thing to be able to sell and to be able to, to, be able to show people and to make this program that much better. And, uh, you know, the sky's the limit. So, I mean, that's what we're shooting for. We said from day one, two years ago, nobody believed me. But, um, you know, we're going to try and win a national championship. You know, that's the that's the whole point of sports, you know. And, um, we tried this year and we ended up with two conference championships, which we're very happy about. And we're hoping, it's like that, that saying, you know, you you know, you, you just you put your... Oh, hello? Yeah, you're here. We got you. You were dropping out oh, just for a uh, second. Uh, but we got you. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah, so... You know, 
you, you know, you shoot for the moon and you end up with the stars. You know, it's it's um, kind of the philosophy here. Uh, I would just say, I'll requisition a new phone. Tell um, tell AD Mike Hamrick that um, you're you're worthy of a new <laughs> phone. Just I think you could get away with that right now. Anyway, <laughs> I'll get right on it, Coach. Again, congratulations. Um, good luck. We'll talk to you soon, and uh, I can't wait to see where we're going next with this. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate it. It's Chris Grassy. Um, let's get this guy a new phone. Can we um, can we get Mike Hamrick, the athletic director, to requisition one for him? Christmas gift. Come on. Get the guy a new iPhone 11 or something. You know, it's got to be something we can get him out there. We're going to take a quick time out, come back. Uh, if you've got a phone, you can join us on the Miller Lite phone lines, 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. It's The Drive, ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're taking your phone calls at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. Be a part of the Miller Lite phone lines. Miller Lite, ultra great taste. It's only 96 calories. It's also the original light beer. So I've posed a question to you on Twitter, and I'll give it to you here as well. I want to know... Which bowl game do you want to see the herd go to? And the counter question is, which bowl game do you want to see the herd avoid like it's the plague? Where do you not want to see the herd go? Is there a particular bowl? Has that bowl already been taken? That's the Bahamas Bowl. Now, right now, there are a lot of bowl projections out there, and I'm just cruising some of them. The Frisco Bowl, I'm just looking at USA Today, for example, just using them as my basis for this moment. USA Today has SMU versus Marshall, the Frisco Bowl. Do you want to see Marshall go to the Frisco Bowl? How about the New Mexico Bowl? You want to see the herd go there? How about Boca again? Never gets old, right? Boca, that bowl never gets old. What about New Orleans? CUSA versus the Sun Belt. That could be Louisiana Tech versus Louisiana Lafayette right now. That's where that could happen. I mean, that, that could be an interesting one there. What about the First Responders Bowl? Right now, Eastern Michigan slotted to take that Big 12 spot, and Southern Miss is the opponent. What do you think about that? Eastern Michigan, Southern Miss, that could work, right? You like that? What about the Armed Forces Bowl? FIU slotted to take that Big Ten slot against the Mountain West. That could be interesting. I mean, that really could be interesting there. I know there have been some different bowl projections out there with some different matchups, but uh, let's just try to look at some of these. I mean, for example, again, Frisco. That's a SMU Marshall. Let's go randomize and see if we can find some other bowl projections. Uh, let's see what Athlon Sports has for us. Again, I'm not looking at these um, from notes. I am just randomly hitting them up, and let's see where we can come up with the bowl projections. And so we all know the one bowl that maybe most people wanted to avoid was the Bahamas. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's the one I would have thought avoid that one. Let's see, Frisco Bowl has Temple FIU, according to Athlon. 
New Mexico Bowl has WKU versus San Diego State. Let's see where I can find the herd. I got to do some scrolling here. Uh, Gasparilla Bowls got Cincinnati FAU. That wouldn't be bad. Uh, UAB Appalachian State in the New Orleans Bowl. That would break Mike Kurtner's heart. Mike Kurtner, by the way, the uh, host of Inside Herd Athletics with Marshall University Athletic Director Mike Hamrick. Um, that would break his heart in the New Orleans Bowl, not featuring the Thundering Herd in Appalachian State. Let's see. Let's scroll down the list a little bit here. Again, I did not put this uh, together. I am completely randomizing my choices here. And I scroll and I scroll and I scroll. Armed Forces Bowl, January 4th, Big Ten versus Mountain West. Well, Marshall would get the Big Ten spot. Utah State. How about that? Marshall, Utah State. Would you take that? January 4th? I'd be interested in that. Of course, we've got Marshall basketball that day as well, so that would be a nightmare for us logistically, but I'd be down with that. Again, that's Athlon. That's just what Athlon is coming up with in their projections. Um, let's see. What, what else can we come up with here? Um, let's see. CBS Sports. Let's see what they've got. Again, these are all just projections unless somebody's got some inside knowledge. And if they don't have inside knowledge, well, I mean, because I've seen some matchups where they're pitting Kentucky and Louisville and thinking, um, no, that's no, that's not going to happen. You remember, you see these projections where sometimes they'll pick Marshall and West Virginia to meet up, and I'm sitting there going, no, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen at all because, again, you got to get two teams that want to play each other. That's part of that. You've got to really get these, um, these teams to kind of agree, hey, we would like to play each other. We think it would be a good matchup. You just don't throw – you just don't throw teams on a dartboard and say, let's make it work. But you've got ESPN picking New Mexico Bowl. That's still standing. That's one of their selections, the New Mexico Bowl. The other selection, again, they're using their experts, is the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl, and that would be Louisiana versus Marshall. So December 21st, 9 p.m., Louisiana versus Marshall is a possibility. Who knows? ESPN also kind of likes Appalachian State versus UAB. So I'm looking at these bowls and I'm thinking, okay, is there really a bad matchup here? Is there a team you want to avoid in any of this or all of these games? And I've seen... A few days ago, Liberty was paired up with Marshall in a bowl, and I thought to myself, hurt fans will lose their minds. And so what did I do? I go on social media, and hurt fans were losing their minds over Liberty, as if playing Liberty, stepping down to Liberty, would be such a, an insult to this program. It's a bowl game. None of these matchups make sense in some way. You get lucky sometimes, and you get a matchup, and like, hey, that's a, that's a pretty good matchup. And you get fortunate, and you're pretty happy with that game. But at this point, nobody, nobody's getting their dream matchup, really, until we get to close to New Year's. And even then, 
Do you think Central Michigan, Arkansas State, that's a that's a matchup projected for the Lending Tree Bowl. And there's a game that if I'm trying to avoid a bowl game, that's it. I'm avoiding the Lending Tree Bowl. I don't know why, but just January 6th. Hey, let's play a bowl on January 6th. What about Idaho? Now, I don't think that's going to be a possibility for the herd, but I, I would I would think you, you might want to avoid that. I, I don't know if I would want to be in that particular bowl game. But, again, bowl game's a bowl game, right? Where they send you, where you go, you're happy to go. You're happy to be in that bowl. And I would think you would smile. But the Belk, how about the Belk? I mean, that could be Florida Atlantic versus North Carolina. That's one of the projections ESPN has. That'd be okay bowl, right? Of course, I don't think Marshall's going to get into one of these games. I don't see it. But there's the First Responders Bowl. How about the First Responders Bowl? Right now, they're projecting either Western Kentucky versus SMU or Southern Miss versus Western Michigan. So Southern Miss, Western Michigan, I would... You substitute Marshall, put them in there, at Western Michigan. Does that, eh, you know, I don't feel that. What if you substitute Marshall for Western Kentucky? Just take Western Kentucky, plop them elsewhere. And then you've got Marshall versus SMU. What do you feel about that matchup? Do you like that one better? Actually, I think I would like that matchup. And I apologize for these long pauses as uh, I'm still getting over um, whatever I'm getting over. The phone number is 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255 to be a part of today's program. And we'll be doing this all week long if you want to chime in. Of course, we're going to have a better idea once we get to Sunday because everything will be falling into place. And I really think things are going to be falling in place once we get the rankings coming out tonight, we get an idea of what the committee's looking at as far as the playoffs concern. We'll look at that when we continue on today's edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255 to be a part of the Miller Lite phone lines. Miller Lite Ultra, great taste, only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. You know what that means? It means you can can drink it, and you're not going to get that many calories. And I wonder if it's good for throats as well. Gabriel, can you go... There should be a courtesy case, I would think, for the program. I mean, they are a sponsor. They should be providing us a courtesy case. I'm going to work on that. You know, 2020, you and I, my friend, we're going to start getting perks for this program completely. And here's how you want to be part of the, of the, of the show's perks program. You be a sponsor, and you bring us your stuff, and then I'll talk about it. All show. For example, Miller Lite. Bring your product in. We might actually take the product and use the product on the air and see what happens and see if we gain weight because it is the original light beer. Gabriel, you're loving this concept in here, aren't you? I'm trying to 
I'm trying to work it out here where we can take advantage of our, our fame and fortune and everything else. So coming up tomorrow, we got Marshall basketball. Thundering Herd back in action. We go on the air at 5.30. I'll be at the Henderson Center. I've got Bill Cornwell fired up, ready to go. He hasn't done one of these things in a while. I don't know if he remembers how to do it, but the Herd's taken on Akron. So we'll have that for you coming up tomorrow. Marshall, I thought, made some progress. Beat Florida, and you really get to reset your season. You don't beat Florida. You still try to figure out where you're going. And I think they were somewhere in the middle. Didn't beat Florida, but I felt like there's sort of a a mild reset there. They played a little bit better than we were expecting against Florida, or at least some of us were expecting. Let's be fair here. And Jansen Williams, I think he has found his shot. He's starting to heat up. 17 points in that contest. Tavion Kinsey, he's a guy I can I can depend on. I'm going to get points from him, so I'm impressed there. I'm impressed with, with his game. I thought Jansen was adding some offensive potency there, and that's good. Iron Bennett, I'm thinking, here's my guy. We've been waiting for this. Here it's coming. He's starting to figure out that, you know what? You might have a hard time stopping me. You might have a hard time stopping me. I think that's finally clicking in his head that it's going to be hard to stop me. If I get in there, it's going to be hard for the other guy who's on me to stop me without maybe drawing a foul. So I'm feeling good about what he's been able to do. And, of course, I'm going to tell you right now, the hardest worker on that team is always Jared West. And that's not because all the other guys are not working hard. It's just Jared is leading by example. And, you know, Jansen, here's another statistic. He's tied for 17th in the country, block shots. Uh, So I'll have to put that in the notes tonight, talk about that tomorrow. He is uh, blocking almost three shots a game. Jared West is one of the best stealers in the country. Can you say that? Stealer. He sits at 28th in thefts. Let's say that. He's stealing the ball a lot. And so Marshall's doing a pretty good job of blocking shots. And you've got an Akron team coming in to Huntington tomorrow, 5-2. and two. We'll see if Marshall can make them 5-3. and three. So that's the challenge, and we'll do all of this tomorrow. We'll talk about these and more, all these little factoids, all that's coming up tomorrow. When we hit the airwaves at 5.30, we'll go for an hour. Then we'll get you set for the game. And then right after that, you come back here, and we're going to talk more Marshall basketball. We'll take your phone calls. We'll have reaction from the victorious and losing coaches. We will have player reaction as well. And all of that, you lock it right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930, and you'll be all set to go. So, That's what we've got in store for you tomorrow. I would talk more about basketball, but I'm saving it for tomorrow. That's what I'm doing. I'm sorry. It's called a tease. I'm teasing you for tomorrow. That is where we're at. Also, we're going to get more of your reaction as we get closer to bowl selections. Where's the herd going? 
where do you want the herd? Think about Just go ahead and think about it for a little bit. Put it in your mind. Where do you want to see the herd go? And then we'll talk about it. All right, for our producer, Gabriel Sellers, appreciate him. Always expect a, a good show out of him, and we got it again. And don't forget, if you want to join the conversation and you want to do it delayed, you can go on Twitter, at Paul Swan. That's where you can find me. And I've got the question posed there, and you can respond to that, and we'll go over your responses. We'll do it tomorrow, the next day. We'll do it all the way until Friday. We'll go over all that. So don't forget, though, we go on the air at 530 tomorrow with our pregame coverage of Marshall and Akron, and you can listen to that right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. For Gabriel Sellers, I'm Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.